Let's That's talk about it. Come on. Sides and Come totals. On. Chargers, right, Chiefs. It. Right now at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Sports sports book. Say it again like you're excited. The king of sportsbooks. The books. only sportsbook. Sports Thank you. Give my man his free bet so he can get excited. Come Who? on. Who? You. You. You need your free bet. So yeah. do I. We still haven't had The Chiefs are four-point favorites. The total is 54. Minus 200 to back the Kansas City Chiefs. Plus 170 to back the Chargers. I'm going to get out the way. Because I have a lot to say. And I know we just got to get to it. It's a lot to talk. What are we doing? And Chiefs, Chargers, sides, totals. What, where, where are we going to start? Trista, you lean it off. You, want, you lead off since you won't be here. You are the yeah. Brady Anderson to, to our uh, Baltimore Orioles. There you, that's, I like that. I, uh, <laughs> I have a play. I, think. I have played multiple things. This is an official play. These are an official this play. This is, is officially played. Right. She will be in a temple tomorrow. She will not be able to give her official so, play. She will be true. lighting a candle for my guy, Jameis Winston, who has a back injury. We need him to beat Tampa. Woosah. Back yeah. Come on. Yeah. Woosah. Come on, TK. Call me Goose a scaredy cat. Call me a scaredy cat. I don't care. But I am so down with these new BetMGM win slash totals. Mm, in in certain weeds. states, baby. In certain states, baby. You District can't of Columbia, have, one of them? Yes, District of Columbia is being one of them. You can't do a same game parlay. And sometimes I just want to. So this is like a little workaround. Win slash total. And you get plus money on it. So Chiefs money line. Over 43 and a half. Can't lose. Chiefs money line and the Chiefs over in the game. money line over 43 and a half. I don't know why. And it's plus money. Plus 100. Well, Trista, we could think that the Chiefs are not going to win this game. Yeah, you could. That's how you could Yeah, no, that. that's true. And I would totally understand why. Yeah. Like, the, here's, here's what I'll say about this. The Chargers are really good. Yeah. yeah They're really, really good. Not only do they have a ton of weapons with Austin Eckler. Not only do they have backups on backups on backup running backs, they also have backup wide receivers you've never heard of that Justin Herbert's not afraid to throw to. They've obviously got good tight ends. Their defense is nasty. Like, this is a very good team. Yeah. They are also, for me, this is where my head is at. And you guys can disagree, and I will totally respect your opinions as well. But being an Arrowhead has a mystique. There's mm-hmm. just this loudness. There's just this home field advantage sure. to it. And on top of that, I'm still not quite convinced that the Chargers can win games that they're supposed to win on the road quite yet. Yeah. They've had barn burners against the Chiefs before. I believe last year they beat the Chiefs, did they not? Yeah, so that's the weird part about it is they've covered five of the last seven at Arrowhead, but they've only beat them three of the last 16. Yeah, right. their last now, few games are weird. These have been different Charger teams. I mean, we remember Anthony Lynn was the head coach, the corpse of Phillip yes. Rivers. Uh, no disrespect to Phillip Rivers. I love him, was the quarterback there for a while. This is a different Chargers team. But yeah, they did. Last year, those games were awesome. The too. road team awesome. has won the last four games in this rivalry. The road team has won the last four games. And I get all that. I just think there's this extra motivation with the Kansas City Chiefs. For it sure. looks like they're a hot knife and every other team is just butter. So you're going week two. You like the Kansas City Chiefs to win and the over, was it 44? I have 43 and a half. Because the total and is actually. And it's their team total, right? No. Oh, it's the, the it's game It's the complete total. game total. Game total is 43. So, but the game total in reality is 54. Right. But, but in this parlay. In this little win slash total, it's 43 and a half and Chiefs on the money line. Okay. I'm going to get in. I'm going to get out. And hopefully I don't get injured. Odds on that again? Plus 100. Plus 100. TK with the win and total play. Ryan, what you got? I like that. So I actually haven't played this game yet, but I'm 
really, really considering grabbing the uh, four with the Chargers. I figured this was going to close around three and a half, and I'd want the hook. I really don't want to bet against this Chiefs team, especially at home. I could see this. I mean, I could see them both splitting. You know, the Chargers taking it in Los Angeles, even though they really don't have a uh, home field advantage. The Chiefs getting them at home. I feel like the Chargers are going to be a popular pick since we're getting over the key number and we're getting the four here in this spot. Herbert looked really good. Khalil Mack looked really good. Austin Eckler, I believe he scored in like three straight games against the Chiefs. So when we talk props, maybe I'll look to target him. But man, I I like having more than a field goal. I I could see this game coming down to a last minute field goal. Um, Who do you think wins? I I really don't want to bet against the Chiefs right now, but I could see the Chargers beating them. It all comes down to is JC Jackson going to play in this game? I don't really worry about Keenan Allen just because... Josh Allen, or Josh Allen, uh, jo- uh, Justin Herbert is that damn good that he's going to make anybody a superstar, and they have tons of weapons. They and do. I think they're going to be able to run the ball against Kansas City as well. Mm, it's just too tough to call right now. So do you, you don't if have an J- official play on the game not, yet, though. Nothing yet. If J.C. Jackson plays, I'm probably going to play the Chargers, though. Yeah. It's just I want to be fully it. healthy in the secondary going against Mahomes. Probably pass on the game and just play player props. I do like the over in the game, even though it's a high total. I yeah. do, too. I, w- I would think, and really quickly, my last thought for the side, then we can move on to that total sitting at 54 right now at BetMGM. This is a hard one for me because after seeing the Chiefs week one, especially against Arizona, and not especially against Arizona, just seeing the Chiefs week one without Tyreek Hill and all the storylines that have been uh, surrounding that offense, it was good to see Mahomes just go nuclear. And that's the, the home, Mahomes that we're used to seeing. Um, and, and that did make me initially think that this Chiefs team would roll against this Chargers team at home. And then I went back and watched the film. And then I went back and, and reassessed that evaluation by myself. I think this Chargers team, week one, obviously, tougher opponent than that Vegas Raiders team. Yeah, I think they're the, the true... They should be the favorite in the game. I think this should be closer to a pick than it is to a full four. I know you get the home field advantage and the points that come with that being at Arrowhead. But I think this Chargers team, I think maybe are they're getting a little discounted uh, right now and discredited right now with these odds makers. I think this Chargers team is, is live to win this game, and that's not shocking. But if they're a four-point dog, I would grab the points right now. I'd grab the four. Yeah. And I would also make a play at plus 170 with the Chargers on the money line. Justin Herbert wasn't sacked in week one. Yeah. And that that came against a Raiders defensive line in, in an elite tandem with Max Crosby and Chandler Jones. That's 130 combined sacks in their career. They did not get to Justin Herbert one time. They combined for just three hits on Justin Herbert. That's bad. Yeah. Can, can we can we realize what's going on right that's now? That's that's them. week that's, that's week one. We're talking about starters don't play in the in the preseason. So I'm a long off season of guys just getting back into football shape. Yeah. They came out there against Max Crosby and Chandler Jones and did not allow Justin Herbert to be touched. Also, Herbert just like Mahomes spreads the sugar. Trista already talked about talked about it. Seven different players were targeted four times by Justin Herbert throughout the game. And that offense ended up having to win it in the second half after Keenan Allen went down. It was no Keenan Allen week one against the Raiders defense. That's what I'm saying, man. Mike- what we, I think this is this is just this is crazy time to me. And yeah. Ryan, before you go, let's talk about the other side of things for this, this Chargers team. Let's talk about the Chargers defense. I know they have the big name guys. However, you still got to play football. The hardest challenge I felt like for this Chargers team when I looked at their, their schedule in the offseason was how they come out week one against a high-octane offense we expect in the Raiders. And what makes their performance against the Raiders even better is the fact that nobody knew what to expect from this Raiders team. Mm -hmm. Week one, 
Derek Carr with Devontae Adams. It's the biggest secret. I mean, we know Derek Carr is going to throw the ball 100 times and all the weapons that they have over there, but how does that change when Devontae Adams gets there? This Rams defense act like it didn't matter. Act like they knew this offense already. Like, And they came up big. They stopped an offense that I think is going to be so prolific this year. Stopped them when it mattered the most in the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. Now, you look at the other side of things. The Chiefs had a great day against who? Checks notes. The Cardinals, who had massive holes and injuries on, on their secondary in that defensive line. J.J. Watt didn't play. Offensively, that offense also was beaten, battered, and bruised and had nobody lost out there. Lost a lot of people, too. Lost a lot of people. You Christian beat up on Kirk a team that has been in the news cycle all offseason regarding contract status. Yeah. I love that the Chiefs look good still and still have some pop without Tyreek Hill. But we should expect that with this offensive coordinator that's a genius in Andy Reid and the guy who we know is going to be one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play in Patrick Mahomes. But on the other side, this Chargers team, I think, did more and proved more in week one. And I think they're more and they're uh, well equipped to do that in week two because they already pl played a high octane offense week one that could have crushed them. They stood mm -hmm. toe to toe with them, walked away with the victory and now have that confidence going to a short week against Kansas City, who I don't know if you guys know this. Football teams don't just prepare for week one of the NFL season all offseason. I know we like to talk about, oh, they've been waiting all offseason for week one. Smart football teams prepare for weeks one, two, three, and four. You have to give, there are days that are dedicated to preparing for week two. There are look-aheads. So mm -hmm. just, they knew that there was a short week after beating the Raiders week one that they were going to have to play the, the Chiefs week two in Arrowhead. Yeah. They've been preparing for them all week. Khalil Mack said, hey, we got a quick work. We got a quick week. We won one game. Nobody cares. We got to keep working. That's confidence that you have when you know that, oh, we know that they have a good squad this year and they have less talent yeah. than they had yeah. last year. So I, I really like the four with the charges and I like the plus 170 money. Line. The only reason I haven't jumped on the four right away, right, is because what you said, short week, yeah. Andy Reid being one of the best as far as preparation, play yeah. callers, head coach. And then I like Brandon Staley, but it's Brandon Staley on a right. short week now preparing for Patrick Mahomes. And that Mahomes too. is going to be up for this game. I for saw sure. something crazy. So Justin Herbert, nine games in three years where he has three touchdowns, no picks. He's now tied with Patrick Mahomes, first player to do that in their first three seasons. Jeez. So you know Mahomes is going to be extra motivated going against that defense. Five sacks last week. Khalil Mack had three of them. I'm jacked for this game, man. And, but we also know that, like, Justin Herbert last year closed the season out with five straight games with 300 yards on the road. So I don't think Arrowhead's going to be too big for him. Right. And Mike Williams owns the Chiefs. Three and also straight think games about, over 100 yards. So I'm not about, really worried about Keenan Allen being I out. like that. I like that, right? And think about what the narrative also has been surrounding Justin Herbert, too. Tristan, you already said it. just, And we've all said it at, at one point or another yeah. when assessing this team. Justin Herbert hasn't played any big games, like real big games. He hasn't seen the postseason. So everybody's like, Justin Herbert's so good, but as soon as anybody wants to crown him as the next MVP of the league, I'm like, he ain't played in the postseason. So how can he do that? He's heard that that team is literally what the NFL is now. Rookie quarterback, rookie scale deal. Spend a bunch of money to build around him while we have him at a good price. Then while he's in his prime and these growing in these big stride years early in his career, we get to the Super Bowl and we move on and we rehash when we rehash. That's what they're trying to do this year. And Justin Herbert, I think, is primed to do that. I, I'm, I'm afraid for... How ugly it might get in Arrowhead with this defense that this uh, this Chargers team has and off of this offense Let me that ask they you guys have in this. the Chargers yeah. as well. Do you think also the line is where it is because of just how badly uh, the Chiefs beat down the Cardinals? 
and how the how the Chargers allowed the Raiders to kind of come back by just kind of playing a prevent defense, and so it made the game that game look less dominant than the Chiefs and, game. And that's the thing, like in, with the J.C. Jackson news, you know, because maybe he plays, he's active. Maybe it's I don't even know. Maybe it goes back down to three and a half. I would make this three. I would make it Chiefs minus three. I think that's fair. Not only because I was going to three or two and a half. Yeah, because I mean, because of how they're power rated, I wasn't really worried about Tyree Kill. I do still have some concerns about that secondary. Now they're going against Justin Herbert. But still, home field advantage, Mahomes, Andy Reid, it should be three. And that's why I usually would dra- would grab the four with the Chargers. And if and, and the hook will be available tomorrow, the three and a half. So if JC Jackson gets ruled in, it'll probably be the it'll probably be the side that I'm on. We gotta get to you really quickly and us, actually, because we we're supposed yeah. to give out those prop plays that it. we had in uh Chiefs uh and Chargers Thursday night football yes. slate mm-hmm. for tomorrow. Of course, and I want to tell the people. We will be breaking down this game again tomorrow with more official plays as we get more information uh, as to uh, the IR, the injury report, who's playing, health, weather, all that stuff. We'll have more official plays in the hour before we get kick off tomorrow, 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Game starts at 8.15. But let's talk about these props. Ryan, I'll start with you as after TK just gave our, all her travel plays. What do you like in this game tomorrow and what props do you have your eyes on at the moment? You don't, it doesn't have to be an official yeah. play. Just what, you, what are you eyeing? I'll give the couple that I played because I'm going to add more because I want to wait and see the injury report obviously. Aggressive like, gambler. I think J.C. Jackson is going to play but we already know uh, that so. Keenan Allen is not going to. He hurt his hamstring in the opening win against the Raiders. So now we're going to see more Mike Williams and we're going to see more Josh Palmer. Neither of them really did anything. They combined for five catches and 15 yards only last weekend. But I'm going to play Mike Williams, and I have the number. I played this earlier, over 65 and a half receiving yards. Uh, he's had at least 100 in three straight games against the Chiefs. He owns the Chiefs, Mike Williams, even before he broke out last year. So Mike Williams, over 65 and a half with no Keenan Allen. This seems like a discount. Again, he's went over this number in the last three meetings against the Chiefs secondary. Another one I really like, but the price kind of sucks. Uh, Austin Eckler, anytime touchdown, minus 175. That mm. actually opened minus 145. The reason it's went up. He scored in three straight games against the Chiefs. Um, another one that I really like was Travis Kelsey. And oh, I know yeah. it's kind of a chalky play, but he had 121 receiving yards last week, even though it was a blowout against Arizona. And he only needs three more games of 100 yards to pass Gronk and Tony Gonzalez for the most among NFL tight ends. Over 77 and a half yards seems like a discount. I like that more than the receptions. Yeah, so do you I. Because what if MVS has some big night or Juju Smith? You never really know with the Chiefs this year since Tyreek's gone, obviously. Uh, Justin Herbert, his passing yard seems like a discount as well. 282. It is minus 120. Last season had 300 yards passing in five straight row games, so even him being at Arrowhead doesn't bother me. And he's coming off his ninth game of at least three touchdown passes and no picks. First player to do that since Mahomes in his first three years. So I wouldn't hate his touchdown prop either, but I'm going to go with the yards, 282.5 against this Chiefs secondary. I'll tag on something to that one that I was looking at with Herbert. Uh, His passing attempts is 38.5 right now at BetMGM, and I see that the juice is only minus 105, so that tells me that. It was lower than that and was bet up, and now here we are at 38 and a half. Wow. Uh, I would probably take the over on that. I know he had uh, 26 completions and 34 attempts last week for 279 and three touchdowns like Ryan just talked about. But I think, uh, of course, you're going up against a Chiefs team where I think this Chiefs team is going to be determined, and Mahomes is going to be determined to come out there and be that offense that we know that they yeah. can be. It's prime time. They're going to spread the sugar a lot. But so is Justin Herbert, and I think they're going to be dueling, and, and that's just it, it is what it is. Herbert is the next big thing. Currently a big thing. 38 and a half. I, I'm leaning the over on his attempts. And then you look at what Herbert did last week. I, we talked about it earlier in the show. 
Seven different players were targeted four times by Herbert throughout the, uh, the last game they had against the Raiders. Seven different players. Seven yeah. different players. Four times. And Keenan Allen didn't play in the second half of the game. I think you see him slinging a bunch again this uh, tomorrow night, 38 and a half. I like that. And also the offensive line is really good. Did not allow a sack against Crosby or uh, Chandler Jones. So I think this week against the Chiefs defensive line, he'll, he will continue to have a clean pocket. I'll leave the over on attempts. Yeah, and it's not up right now. I kind of want to go, even if there was like an alt line, I want to do something with Mahomes touchdown passes. I hate betting against Mahomes. We talked about this earlier. 13-2 and two in his career in September. But he's had at least three touchdown passes in 12 of those games. Mm. 12 of the 15. He's obviously went over. So I might have to play something with Mahomes. The only thing that does scare me, obviously, is the Chiefs offensive line, which did look much better. Granted, it was Arizona with no J.J. Watt. Uh, but they allowed 28 sacks last season, third most in the NFL. And you're coming off a game for the Chargers where Khalil Mack had three. Joey Bosa had one. I don't. You know the Joey Bosa sack though that they gave him credit for. That was a. Uh, I watched this again last night. It was a reverse where Devontae Adams was actually going to throw the pass. I saw that. Yeah. 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 And I was like, this is going to be weird to watch. But still, I mean, they had five sacks in the game. Four if you take that one away. Yeah, they but dominated still, regardless. I got to go Mahomes props though. What do you guys think about Mahomes pass completions as well, or Justin Herbert's pass completions? Twenty five and a half. Hold on, before that, TK, oh, okay, really quick, Ryan was talking about that passing touchdown prop. Yeah. And I did find it. It's two and a half with Mahomes plus 115 to the over. Do you plus s- money? Plus money for yeah, three man. touchdowns with Mahomes. Yeah, he's played like 15 it? games in September. 12 of those, he's had at least three touchdown passes. And especially if J.C. Jackson doesn't play or he's banged up. We'll wait and see on that. I don't even care if J.C. Jackson's out there. It's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Two and a half yeah. Plus, yeah. 115. plus money for over two and a half. I'm in. So Justin Herbert's pass completions plus uh, minus 105, 25 and a half. And Pat Mahomes, 26 and a half. It feels like these two guys are going to be slinging the rock a lot, especially considering Justin Herbert is going to go against the secondary that's very banged up. We had Alex Gold on earlier this evening, and he basically kind of gave us the game plan about what uh, the Chargers are going to want to do. Uh, What do you guys think about those two numbers? Mm. Pat Mahomes, for for the record, 39 attempts, 30 completions. Uh, against uh, last week against the Cardinals. I like any overs in the passing department. I, j- I just feel a little nervous that we're like everybody is looking at this as the night where Mahomes versus Herbert. Right. And I'm like, which coach is going to be like, actually, we have the advantage in, in the, the trenches game. and we're going to use our running back to keep the other quarterback from slinging it a bunch of times all night long. Now, of course, if the running game does not work, both of these teams have shown that they don't have to use the running backs in general and they can do, you, I mean, you can have running plays through Mahomes throwing the ball backwards or all the stuff that they do with the misdirection. They had a counter underhand pitch last week that that play design was ridiculous. I've never seen the underhand delayed pitch on counter action. That was ridiculous. But still, like, you can still run the ball technically, but, I mean, they've shown that they don't really care that much about it. So I I don't hate the overs at all with these quarterbacks, but after week one, I think everybody is looking at overs with quarterbacks, and that's why I'm nervous with these numbers getting higher and higher. Like, even with my, like, attempts with Herbert, like, it's now 38 and a half with minus 105. Like tomorrow, that's going to be 40 and a half. Like Mahomes, minus 120. And I still might take the over. And everybody yeah. might still take right. the over because it's the hype of a high scoring game. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, also, I wouldn't go anything under in this one. Yeah. No. I, I don't know yeah. what I would take under. Like the only under that I was considering is like interceptions thrown. Yeah. Because, I mean, we saw both guys interception list last week. Yeah. And I think you look at both secondaries, they have been weak, which lends to the fact that the total is 54. People think it's going to be an over game. Less skilled yeah. guys in the secondary and these two quarterbacks out here trying to prove something against raw guys. I would take the under or lean under on interception with the guys, but still it's it's half an interception in Arrowhead prime time on a short week with two guys that have a lot to prove. 
I actually might lean the over for plus money instead of like an under. And stay, like Herbert could still have a good game and throw a pick. Mahomes could still have a good game and throw yeah. a, throw oh, yeah. a, an interception. Like his under is plus money. Patrick Mahomes is. Um, if you want to go that route, but that's what I was looking at too. What did you have, TK? Yeah, you know what I was also looking at is I was looking at Clyde Edwards Hilaire as well. Uh, he had forty six and a half rushing yards as his prop. I kind of like that. I mean, you're looking at a team where, like, even Alex said this: if this game is more competitive between the Chiefs and the Cardinals, you don't have uh these these other backups coming into the game, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, what's that kid's? Uh, you know who I'm talking about? The uh the backup running back who's uh, Pacheco. Pacheco, yeah. yeah. Pacheco coming in uh, to fill in for CEH. Like, you're getting CEH in a full-time role. His rushing attempts, 10 and a half. Uh, he, had, he had, what, seven attempts before, but Pacheco came into the game as well. I like that. I like the uh, rushing and receiving yards a little bit for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire as well. They're using him in the passing game. 66 and a half yards, minus 110. And I think the number one thing, and I, I think you guys probably agree, the number one receiver that you can look to target for the Sandy or for the LA Chargers, excuse me, 66 and a half yards for Mike Williams. Gotta he's going to be, I mean, he's, that's got to be an automatic play, right? I hope so. I hope so. Cause I got him on my fantasy team too. And yeah. without Keenan Allen, five time pro bowler with four catches and 66 yards on Sunday, it better be going to the yeah. hands of Mike Williams. I was a little concerned that Ke- that uh, Mr. Herbert is forgetting about my guy, Mike Williams. He's throwing the ball to Josh Palmer. I don't yeah. understand that. But both guys did yeah. finish with four targets. So I, I think in the second half, he did come to a sense and be like, hey, Mike Williams is over there. So hopefully he doesn't forget about him. You know, DeAndre Carter's number is interesting, too. He was the one who had the touchdown on Sunday. He had three receptions, 64 yards. He was great. And a touchdown. Yeah. He, he had a What's hell of a number? game. Uh, DeAndre Carter is not on the board wow. for receiving yards right now at BetMGM. Now, this could be added to the board as we get closer to tomorrow. For sure. Some things pending, of course. Uh, Gerald Everett, favorite target there uh, 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 with the Chargers as well. Everett was their leading receiver, actually, last week. And nobody wants to talk about it at that, that position. I know. I was looking at his receptions. It's plus money, but it's four, four and, and a half. half plus like, I can see him closing with four, and then I get beat by the hook. Yeah, I'm staying away from I don't want another Tyler Lockett yeah. instance on my hands. That yeah, was, yeah, yeah. That was annoying. Bad beats <laughs> are always annoying. Nobody mentioned Travis Kelsey. I know his number is really high, 77 and a half. I still like that number. It's, that's on the list of things that I'm looking at. I just think with the yardage, what do you have, over 120 yards receiving? Mm-hmm. I think he's the only one that you can trust to get the the rock all the time from Pat Mahomes, no matter what. Yeah. Like, I think all the other receivers, even Juju, I don't know what it's going to be. Is he going to be targeted 10 times? Yeah. Is he only going to be what targeted you six saying? times? That, Trista, that's a good point. And you were saying this earlier about uh, just all the receivers. And it's a, a bunch of quarterbacks in, in new systems this year where it's like, I don't know who to love on the, on that team offensively right. on the outside because everybody's just – passing the ball around to everybody and it's an equal opportunity offense it feels like because you know you don't want to key in on guys what what did you have to say yeah. earlier about that no, Chiefs and, offense and, and, and how it's going to handicap you know and especially when obviously they started playing more like cover too high against Patrick Mahomes it's like that took away the deep threat right there and so I felt like there was a couple times last season oh, like a lot of times a couple times per game I should say where you would try to force something to Tyreek. I, that's why I like the receiving weapons that they brought in. I'm not saying they're a better team without Tyreek. I'm just saying everybody thought it was going to be this long feeling out process for Mahomes, and we haven't seen it. I saw Tracy Wolfson uh, tweeted this out from CBS. She said, Mahomes heard negativity about him, took it to heart, grinded this offseason, came out tossing five touchdowns. But that's what Andy Reid told all of them, that like Mahomes was pissed and felt really disrespected. So he heard all the chatter you know, about how he was going to have this big drop-off. Chiefs weren't going to make the playoffs, this and that. This might be his best season yet, yeah, even without so Tyreek. You know what I mean? You got a mad Patrick Mahomes. But what have we been saying all offseason? I'm like, there's a point in time in every elite quarterback's tenure in the NFL 
where you have to remove the top of the line wide receivers from their presence. Oh, yeah. And that's when you see who is elite and who's not. Now, nobody's questioning if Lamar Jackson is elite and taking his elite level of performance away because he had Tyreek Hill. But there are some people that, like Brian Horvath argued with me when we first started this show, that you look at like his supporting cast compared to Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. Rodgers never had a player that was as talented as Tyreek Hill. But or, now, or Travis Kelsey. Or Travis Kelsey at that position. So now you look at Pat Mahomes and say, hey, you still have some really good guys, but none of them are Pro Bowl weapons other than Travis Kelsey. How do you look this year? And I think, of course, with Andy Reid, anything is possible. So this, of course, is why I have an MVP ticket on him. And I might have to start sprinkling yeah. some stuff on the uh, the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl just out of principle. Because if Andy Reid, the one who discovered Mahomes, is telling everyone that he was pissed off this offseason, I think that uh, that holds a little yeah. weight within that locker room.